The following content previously aired on Green Mountain Mornings. You can listen to the show live with me, your host, Olga Peters, every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and a.m. 1490. This is Green Mountain Mornings on 100.3 FM, AM 1490. I am your host, Olga Peters, 10 minutes past the top of the hour, and I want to welcome my guest for this first half of the hour, Laura Berkowitz from the Brattleboro Area Jewish Community, and she's here to talk about a, hopefully it will be an annual program, uh, called Shine a Light, and it's uh, Shining a Light on Social Justice During Hanukkah. Tell us, Laura, more about this program. Well, this is a program that is very new, just sort of came together recently, where each of the eight nights of Hanukkah, we will dedicate the candle to an issue, a social justice issue that needs to have some light shown on it. Um, So do you want to hear where we're doing that? I'd love to, because it starts, Hanukkah starts December 2nd, correct? Sunday night, December 2nd. And uh, where's the first... Uh, the, first candle candle, the first candle will be lit at Elliott Street Fish and Chips, and it will be lit to shine a light on equality for women, which is, and that's a business that's owned by three women and employs lots of young women, so that worked beautifully. Mm-hmm. The second night, Monday, December 3rd, will shine a light on anti-Semitism at Twin Flames Taqueria, which is... Um, owned by a Jewish man and managed by a Jewish man, and they were really eager to have that issue highlighted on tu- on Monday night. Tuesday, um, we'll be shining a light on the issue of the struggles of people with addiction at Twice Upon a Time. Um, and all of these happen at 5.15, okay. just to keep it simple. On Wednesday, we'll go to Altiplano and shine a light on the issue of homelessness in the local community and around the country. On Thursday, we'll shine a light on religious freedom at Beadniks. They were enthusiastic about having that be their topic or issue. On Friday night, we'll be at Gallery in the Woods, uh, shining a light on the struggles of immigrants to this country. Huge at this moment. Mm-hmm. And um, they have lots of art on display now, particularly Guatemalan art, but lots of immigrant communities are represented in the art that they have on display. Mm. So that's pretty cool. And Saturday, um, we'll be at Burroughs Specialized Sports at 515, shining a light on racial justice. And Woody told me that his family's an interracial family, so he was psyched to do that. And on Sunday, the last night, the Center Congregational Church was really excited to have us there and they want to shine a light on the LGBTQ community at 515. So we're hoping people will join us. Now, uh, for folks who want to come out and join these, these uh, remembrances and, and social justice work, is it, like, what can they expect? Um, will there be an actual candle? Will it be? Oh, yes. There will be an actual menorah, also called a Hanukkiah, and it will be actually lit with a flame. And um, with Hanukkah, each night one more candle is added. So the first night we light one candle with a a lead candle. So it'll be two that you see, second night three. And um, we will say the traditional Hanukkah prayer, which takes a few seconds, over the candles. And then that's when it gets really exciting, this project, because I'm not sure what's going to happen next. Depends on the person who's what I've called the lighting leader for that night. 
Um, I've heard someone's got their uh, ukulele band mm-hmm. uh, tuning up for one of the nights. Um, you might have someone who's hooked, who's cooked some of those potato pancakes called latkes mm. served. Um, in Israel, they serve jelly donuts on Hanukkah, so we may have jelly donuts that show up one night or, or a dreidel spinning game or... Um, you know, you've probably seen a lot of the stores now, the foil-wrapped chocolate coins. Mm-hmm. That's a Hanukkah thing. Any of those could happen. And um, I'm pretty sure we'll have some singing. Mm-hmm. Certainly This Little Light of Mine is an appropriate song to sing. <laughs> and then there are Hanukkah songs. So the, the lighting leaders will be prepared with, with some um, handouts for song lyrics or scripts, and we'll see who shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's up to the people who show up. We may want to talk a few minutes about the issues. Yeah. All that is really open-ended and optional. What will definitely happen is the lighting of the candles, the dedicating of them to a particular issue, the prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and, a, and a joining of community, that'll definitely happen. Well, and knowing this community, there will be lots of discussions because <laughs> we do like our community discussions. I can imagine some good conversations that over those nice. eight nights. Yeah, yeah. Laura and I have to go to commercial break, but we will return soon, so don't touch the dial. And here is your weather with Pat. This is Green Mountain Mornings. It's 21 minutes past the top of the hour. I am your host, Olga Peters, and I want to welcome back to the show my guest, Laura Berkowitz, who is here talking about shine a light and shining it on social justice during Hanukkah. Welcome back, Laura. And I'm curious, Laura, um, so for folks who are just joining us, Shine a Light is um, taking place over the eight nights of Hanukkah, starts on December 2nd, and um, Laura has worked with local businesses downtown to each night uh, light a candle and also focus on an issue of social justice. But I'm curious, Laura, how did this idea come about? Well, we've been wanting to invigorate or reinvigorate the social justice arm of the Brattle Area Jewish community for a while. And so um, in an effort to do that, I, I convened a meeting about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago, um, some of the board members of the Jewish community, and I invited just local activists, Jewish, non-Jewish, to just have a conversation about how we want to be a stronger, more visible force for social justice right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And someone mentioned a a Hanukkah vigil at Pliny Park, and I thought, do I want to stand outside in some random night and try to light candles? So I started just thinking about doing the indoors and social justice, and it all just sort of came together. Mm -hmm. It was was pretty cool. And... um, and then I just randomly thought of some local businesses to contact to see if they would be interested in hosting something like this. And, um, you know, I, I, um, I called some because I knew the owners. I called some because someone else told me, oh, you know, Aaron at the Fish and Chips Place is the person who had the anti-Semitic writing in German in front of her shop and, and went out and chalked it into a message of love. And I thought, wow. I want to talk to her. So I just sort of uh, gathered eight businesses. Everyone was so enthusiastic when they heard the idea. It was really easy. And, um, and it's, this is what it's become. And, and, and the lighting leaders 
different folks from the Jewish community, you know, sort of taking charge of each night are really excited about it too. So um, I, I have to commend your organizational abilities because two weeks is not a lot of time to, to pull together any event, let alone one that coordinates, coordinates so many people. Yeah, it's, um, it's a few specific tasks, some which I haven't done yet, um, <laughs> because we have no power or light at our house, so uh, I was yeah, going to do some Facebook stuff yesterday, and anyway, I'm hoping we get power back. But, um, yeah, I, I realized I said to someone yesterday, I'm good for the sprint. Mm -hmm. You know, the short organizational pieces. I have a bigger idea that would take longer, and I, I, I hope I could get some energy for it. But, um, yeah, so especially because the store owners were so excited, that was easy. I only had to call eight. I didn't have to make dozens of calls to get mm -hmm. eight places. And who knows what will happen next year. I mean, maybe it'll, it'll really catch on, and maybe more than one uh, place each night, or mm -hmm. I'm open. Now, you know, social justice is such a, a broad topic and so many aspects can f kind of fit under that umbrella. How did you come about, decide to choose the, the focus well, that you chose? You know, we night? knew we had eight nights. And frankly, I was on the phone with Susie Tolino mm -hmm. and uh, we brainstormed. And it just, it just came from a brain, brainstorm list of, you know, yeah, that's also can, can be changed. Mm -hmm. But um, I think we hit on some big, important issues. You really did. I, I have to say, um, you don't have to run through where each one is happening, but if people are just joining us, would you remind us what those eight issues are for, for each night? Equality for women. This is Sunday, the first night. Then anti-Semitism. Issues of folks struggling with addiction. Homelessness. Religious freedom the struggles of immigrants to this country, racial justice, and the last night at the Center Congregational Church will shine a light for the LGBT community and their rights. Mm -hmm. Why is it... Um, what um, inspired you even stepping back further to bring the issue of social justice to the Brattleboro area Jewish community? I mean, why is it important that that community works on, on social justice? Well, it's important for any community, to all communities, I think, have to be working on social justice um, in order to um, create a world that we want to live in. Mm -hmm. um, actually, the most, pretty much the most important tenet of Judaism is called tikkun olam, and it translates to healing the world. So... The mission of every Jewish person is to heal the world. Um, and Hanukkah in particular is a story about um, a small band of people who rose up against religious and cultural oppression and reclaimed a temp their temple that had been destroyed. So it was a small group, you know, speaking up and rising up. Um, and the mythos the story around hanukkah is that when they got into that destroyed temple there was a single vial of oil and there's an eternal light in every temple that's supposed to stay on all the time mm -hmm. so they relit the the light but they expected the oil to only burn for one night and it lasted for eight days and that's where we get the eight nights of hanukkah mm -hmm. 
And yeah, shining a light in the darkness, you know, in general is a theme that goes well with social justice. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, and um, what I think caught my attention when you first reached out and um, shared your press release with me, that that sense too of even though so many of these issues are huge and they are much too big for one person to solve all on their own, this sense of um, one action community coming together and um, how that can ripple out in into the wider community and um, create change, I think, is what resonated with me when you first reached out to me. Yeah, and, and also, I think, actively showing solidarity mm -hmm. um, helps people who are personally coming up against these issues feel like they're not alone. And I think that's really important, you know, giving strength to each other. We're just about out of time, but I want to make sure anything you wanted to add, add Laura, or wish I had asked? Um, I don't think so. I hope that people will um, show up when it fits into your schedule. Mm -hmm. all, all the lightings are at 5.15. You know, show up to... Um, to be a presence for an issue that's important to you or show up on a random night to say social justice is, is important to me and I want to join with the Jewish community in supporting each other. The first night of Hanukkah is December 2nd and at 5.15 folks will be gathering at Elliott Street Fish and Chips to, to light the first candle. Um, Laura Berkowitz, thank you for coming in today. You're welcome, and thank you for hosting me. And I'd, I'd like to say thank you um, from my co-president, Stefan Brandstatter, and Kate Judd, the spiritual leader of the Jewish community, for letting us speak today. The preceding content originally aired on Green Mountain Mornings. The program airs every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and AM 1490. More podcasts are available on our SoundCloud page, WKVT Radio.